Blog Talk Radio.
in the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust. As the Republic of Mentelect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nibim Minkari. This is Mentelect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing why we never want to be black. Now, I know, just like the other title yesterday, that was a strange title, but, um, you know, I've been fed up with the whole persona of blackness pretty much since the day I was born, I was fed up with it. I didn't like the things that I see that so-called black people are expected to take in the society, that they allow themselves to take the hands of Caucasians, so-called white people, and other races of people. I don't like that. I don't like it. I never did. And I hate it even more when so-called black people victimize each other do dirt to each other, dirt that they would never do to white people or other races of people. I can't stand black or what black stands for because I look at the word and I see lack. You see, I put on the head of the, um, you know, picture I use is lackey, but that's mostly what black people have become or allowed themselves to become, to become these other races of people, a bunch of lackeys. Before I continue, can everybody hear me? Am I coming in clear? Because this might be a little bit raw and uncut for Thanksgiving. I'm going to give y'all something to be thankful for. And that's a bunch of a real clarity. That's going to be real clarity. You see? You see? I'm going to give real clarity tonight. So, think about this, you know, when um, people are under this impression of what blackness is supposed to mean. Because like I said, a lot of people have filled in the blanks about what blackness is mean. I can't, you know, first and foremost, you see, this is not even a race. Black is not a race. It's not a heritage. It is not a nationality. It's just a title that was designated to a bunch of people who are not smart enough to know that this is not a race. And that this is a title that was designated to you. This was a title that was designated to you by another race of people to downplay you, to put you down, to keep you down. I was just watching this movie tonight, um, King Richard. And I usually don't watch movies. I don't watch TV. This was um, King Richard is on HBO Max. And I was watching, it was the um, Richard Williams story. You know, Venus and Serena Williams' father, tennis players. I was watching King Richard tonight. And um, it wasn't it, it was it wasn't as bad as I thought. It wasn't good. It was it was okay, but I had too many um, issues with it. How they tried to make Richard Williams sing. You gotta watch the movie to know what I'm talking about. And that gave me a lot of fuel for tonight. You know, they didn't they downplayed the racism of the Caucasian people in that movie. You know all the racism that they had to go through to compete in those tournaments and go through what they went through, all the racism they had to endure, people calling them monkeys and all kind of niggers and everything else, they neglected to mention that. But what they did mention, and I don't understand what this had to do with the story, that this even really happened. Richard Williams was played by Will Smith, of all people. Richard Williams, he told a story. Well, first of all, 
you know, um, I don't know if this was bad acting on Will Smith's part. I'm going to get to the point of why I say this about why I would never want to be black. I don't know if this was a parody or an acting flaw on the part of Will Smith, but the way he was acting in this movie, King Richard, how he was portraying Richard Williams like Richard Williams was a simple-minded coon. Like he was a simple-minded buffoon in the sambo. That's how he really portrayed this man. The way he was talking, like like a simple-minded country Negro. Now, I don't heard Richard Williams speak, and he sounds like a very strong, assertive, intelligent bronze man. Strong. Strong features, strong demeanor. No shucking and jiving, no cooning, and, you know, and... Will Smith kind of had him sounding like a parody of a, a a slow a slow coon a slow simple minded coon. That's what I got from it. That's not Richard Williams at all. Now I know Richard Williams didn't see this movie part in the proof because the man is sick now and he don't deal with his daughters because they've chosen to marry cave beast. They've chosen to marry two cave males. You see, they claim to love their father so much and they claim that they put up money or, as exec, or executive produced or help put money up or whatever they did to you know, okay, and put their stamp on the script. But I'm like, your father don't even deal with you. You talk about the strength of your father, you supposedly honoring your father by making a film called King Richard about him. But you didn't see fit to go get two men in the image of your father, two strong so-called black men in the image of your father. Reason being is because you see black men as weak. You see black men as weak. All right? Richard Williams, you know, they showed that Will Smith told his story to his daughter. He talked about when he was a little boy. I don't know if this really happened. He said that, you know, uh, you know, according to Richard Williams, you know, the character, the character Will Smith was playing, he told his daughter, Serena, he said when he was a little boy, he said um, down south, you know, you couldn't touch no white person or whatnot. You, they, they gave you so you couldn't touch their hand or touch, touch them in no way, shape, or form, you know. But it was okay for them to touch you and touch your women. You see, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. But let me continue. He said that his father gave him money. This is Richard Williams now, according to the story. His father gave him money to give to this white man. He mistakenly touched the white man's hand when he was passing the money. And he said the white man went crazy and started beating him and beating on him. Other white men jumped on the little boy and started beating him and stomping him and whatnot and stomping him out and beating him. And he said that he looked up. So it looks where his father was at, and his father ran, ran off and left him there. You know? And I can't say it's true, and I can't say it's not true, because I think back to how them niggas acted down south, them old niggas acted down south, how they let these filthy-ass crackers blow up a church with their children in it. These filthy-ass animals blow up a church and kill their babies. How they allowed their children to be hung out of trees. How they allowed their children to be left and electrocuted in chairs. Like the George Steeny thing. And that just that boils my blood. The cowardliness, not only the cruelty of these animals, but the cowardliness of these black males. Later on in the movie, you have some young, coon, savage, sambos, gangbangers. Because, you know, they were just supposed to be in Compton. And that's where they come from. You know, they was down at the court in the local court. And playing their tennis, and you know he got his five daughters. He he had two daughters by the woman. She had three already, and he had two by her. You know she was a single mom with three daughters, and you know some gang niggas come and they step to the Richard Williams, you know the Will Smith character, and he, they trying to disrespect and talk to one of his young daughters and whatnot, just you know crazy. And 
he get into it, they beat him up and whatnot, and they stomp him out and do all this. And it made me think about, you know, because it's no coincidence that he talked about how he got beat up and stomped out by the white cowardly males and how he got beat up and stomped out by the black cowardly males, which made me despise being white and black. Because in both races that uphold those uh, so-called racial characteristics is nothing but a bunch of goddamn cowards, a bunch of savages and cowards. And like I said, just seeing black males, because I know black males that would do shit like that, just like white males would. The black males are even more disgusting because you would think you would stand up with all the tyranny and things we have to go through in the society. You think you would stand up for your people and not harass your people because I'm pretty sure if he was a white man with a police uniform on and, and, and he, they wouldn't have said nothing to him. Excuse me, officer. Yes, sir. It would have been respect because he know they, they, they know that white cop was coming back with reinforcements. Black people are cowardly. Black people want to walk around with their head down. They want to live in the image of white people. And I can't stand that. I can't stand the term black because black people want to exist in the image of white people as they shadows. They want to be dark versions of white people. I cannot stand that. I hate that with a passion. I cannot stand people, people who are supposed to be standing up strong, being in leadership, being in rulership, being so goddamn cowardly and weak. People who have such definitive and strong and uh, defining and dominant characteristics, they are walking around here like cowards, like weaklings, kissing up to the white man's pale ass. You see, taking their garbage, taking their guff, taking shit from the white man, the black woman, taking shit from everybody. When the so-called black man He's supposed to be the damn king of the jungle, the lion in the jungle. He's supposed when he roar, everybody's supposed to listen and bow down. Everybody. But that's not the case. Hmm? That is not the case. When I see stuff like this and I see black males how they are not really stand up when it comes to one another. They don't stand on nothing when it, what foolishness and stupidity. It turns my stomach, and it makes me not even want to align myself with black people or white people. And just not, and I'm not talking about I wish I was mixed race. I don't mean none of that. I'm talking about the identifications, the identifications and what comes with it. You see, like I see all these people jumping up and down about these goddamn cases, and I look at these people, and I'm sitting, they sit up here with this, um, What's this this thing that just happened with the uh, Ahmaud Arbery case? And I'm like, I see people jumping up and down and really getting all emotional and invested in the fact that these goddamn cave beasts, they decided, they, they, they played this game of acting like they want to send one they, some of their own to jail for killing this um, so-called black male, right? The same black male who nine times out of ten was not going to be about the evolution of our people, who is not going to be about the coming together of our people, who is pretty much a lone wolf out there, like most of you black males are. You lone wolves out there. You are rebels without a cause. You're not for the uprising of your people or the upliftment of your people. You're not for that. 
Ahmaud Arbery probably was some coon Sambo who had loved the white man. He probably been the one saying, why are you talking like that, brother? You racist. He probably been one of them type of people. Like I tell you, like the both of Johns of the world and all these other people, the Trayvon Martins. Man, look, man. These type of people have an individual mindset like most black people do. They don't stick up and stand up for each other. They would rather work against each other and be individuals. So why the hell, why the hell should I rejoice or feel happy or feel sad or feel sorry when something happens to them? You as individuals, if you feel as though you're an individual, then whatever happens to you, you should take as an individual and deal with it as an individual. I said this before and I'll say it again. I'm never going to be as mad as uh, as mad as Ahmad Arbery's father is or isn't. I'm not going to be as mad as any of the fathers of these children who were put to death by these race soldiers or whoever else. I'm never going to be as mad as they. If they're not mad, I'm not mad. You see? Because, like I said, if you was really mad, if you really wanted justice, you know how to get justice or judgment. If you really wanted to bring judgment, you know how to bring real judgment. Real judgment is not letting the murderers of your children sit in a fucking jail and eat three squares a day, which I'm pretty sure these white males are going to go to a jail and probably do five or six years, and you ain't going to hear nothing from them. They're going to let them go on some bullshit, and they're going to some technical. They ain't doing no whole lot of years. They're going to get. Are they going to go to some prison where they're going to be in a white supremacist group, and they're going to be take, taking care of their commissary? Going to be good. So they're going to be good. They're going to look out after them. See, that was all just for. See, that was just all for uh, um, for the papers because I guess they ain't want niggas to turn up and get upset because it's, it's Thanksgiving, it's the holidays, and they, you know, they trying to reinvigorate their holidays, they Christmas and they Thanksgiving, and they don't want to fuck their cities up while having things burn up, they turn up because you know how you niggas get emotional when you don't get your way or what you think is your way. You see, justice would have been a judgment would have been them getting put to death. That would have been judgment and just so-called justice. That would have been just for them to be put to death. You see? That would have been justice. You see? An eye for an eye. Tooth for a tooth. A body for a body. That's what that's supposed to be like. That's justice. Not you go to fuck the jail and you can get out in five or ten years and whatnot and ain't nobody seen you again. Like I said, especially if you're running down on people and you're hurting innocent people. If you hurting innocent people, really, they wouldn't they wouldn't allow you to go and hurt somebody or hurt a police officer or hurt some Caucasian people and don't think they're gonna throw the throw every throw everything in the in the in the in the damn in the damn uh, uh, sink at you. Time trying to give you the death penalty, everything. So that just shows that y'all put y'all y'all put y'all trust in the legal systems. You see, you put your trust in the legal system that doesn't really give justice. It doesn't give justice. I guarantee you they're not going to get over 10 years. They're not going to get that. They'll let the old white man go, the old white male go. They'll let him go because they'll claim he's sick, and they'll let him out on uh, on uh, humanitarian, whatever the hell they call it, where they tell him they're sick, let them come home like they do a lot of these white Italian mobsters. Tell them they were sick, so they sick, so you should let them out of jail. Because, you know, they on humanity. But these motherfuckers killed a whole bunch of people during their life of crime. But you should take mercy and pity on them. You see? But, of course, you so-called black people was rejoicing. You was happy. You was dancing a jig. 
talking about, oh, we doing it, you know, is that that we really, we getting the white supremacist system to convict their own. You, you know, when I hear niggas talk like that, when I hear black people talk like that, like I said, it makes me cringe even more and not want to be black. It makes me cringe even more. That's that, oh, you know, these niggas, are, oh, F the white man, F this and that. But then he's the same ones who depend on his system, embrace his system. You see, these are the same people that embrace his system. You see, no, no. No one should be allowed to harm your children or anybody else. I don't care what race you are, black, white, anything, without facing the same consequences. Black people have a very low opinion of themselves. They have very low self-esteem because they answer to that terminology of black. And like I said, they're always looking to be in alignment with this system, and they always wait for justice and judgment to be delivered through this system. You see, absolutely not. No one has the right to take your life or violate you in any kind of way. I don't care about anything after that. Black people, like I said, this is what makes it even worse that you would violate each other, disrespect each other in any kind of way. I'm harder on black people. I'm more critical of black people. I don't give black people a pass because they should know better. You see, they should know better. I hate to be with a bunch of people, a race of people, who only think it's their duty to be combative with each other, disruptive with each other, degenerate to each other, but yet they love their enemies, the people who have been their open enemies since they encountered these people. The same people, like I said, that whole... Venus and Serena thing, like I said, these black females, their father got them to where they are, made them something in life, put his, all his blood, sweat, and tears into making them who they are. And what, how did they turn around and thank them by getting with two cavemen, by getting with two white boys? They don't get two men in the image of their father. That's why the father, see, he didn't come to the, he didn't come to her wedding or nothing like that. Because I know he wasn't with her getting with no white boy. And I'm pretty sure most of that portrayal of Richard Williams wasn't even real. You see, they didn't honor their father. They didn't honor their father. They rather honor the white men, the same people that was calling them niggas and monkeys when they was trying to get this. See, they didn't put that in the movie. All the racism they had to go through. You see, and their father was the backbone. He stood them up. What did they make him do? What did Will Smith partake, partake in it? He had this man looking like a simple-minded coon. He didn't even reach out to talk to Richard Williams. You see, he did a parody of Richard Williams. You see, he made him look like some 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 savage, some uncivilized coon. And like I said, that's what you black males do to each other. For a piece of paper for some money, you will disrespect one another, disrespect your women. You will not be loyal to the race, even your own so-called black woman. She ain't loyal to you. These black females ain't loyal. They'll go with anybody. Like I said about why I wouldn't want to be white. You so-called white man, you really think you got something when you got the black woman. You ain't got nothing. You got somebody who ain't even loyal to their own kind. So deep down inside, they really ain't going to never be loyal to you. It's just in their best interest to act like that now. And the key word is act. You see, because black people are good at acting. Black people are very good at acting. You see. They act out against each other, but they act in favor of white people. The same white people who hate their guts, who treat them like shit, 
who disrespect them, who kill them in the heartbeat. They got all the respect in the world for them. You think I want to be a part of a race of people like that? People who want to serve as lackeys for white people, people who males out here, black males out here who will compromise their fucking manhood, raw and uncut, who will compromise their manhood in Hollywood and corporate America and every place else and stand as weak males rather than stand up as strong men. No, I ain't cut from that. I'm not cut from that. No. I, I, I stand up for righteousness and I stand up for judgment as a bronze man, as a copper tone man, as a man, a first original man, as an almond. I stand up for righteousness and power and judgment. That's what I stand for. I'd rather stand for that. Because if I can't stand for that, I'd rather die than be than, than lay down as a black man. I'd rather die than lay down as a black man. That's why I can't watch these slave movies. I can't watch this civil rights shit when these Negroes go through that. I can't watch none of this stuff. I can't listen to none of these movies where they emasculating the black male. I can't watch this stuff. It took me, it took me, you know, for for the longest time I couldn't even watch movies because I already know that everything was based on emasculating black, so-called black men. And I just couldn't identify with it. I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, relate to it because I'm not cut like that. I'm not. I can't. I, it, it makes me cringe when I see black men acting like this in movies, in person, with their head down, laughing at everything for white people and thinking everything is a goddamn joke. It makes me cringe. It makes me cringe when I see the black female kissing up the, licking up the white male's ass caveman, the cave beast, it just turns my stomach. I'm sorry. You so-called black people, your behavior is disgusting. As a people who are supposed to be the most, the, the, the most dominant people on the planet genetically, mentally, physically, you're supposed to be the most dominant people on the planet, yet you act the, weak, act as the weakest people on the planet. You act as the most weakest people on the planet the most petty people on the planet, the most crabbish and the barrelish type of people on the planet. You see, the most simple-minded people on the planet. Everything from getting the jab to, to, to whatever, to race mixing, to getting the jab, to participating in these degenerate ways, to the beast. You niggas are disgusting, man. Black people are disgusting. I love the bronze race. I love the copper, the copper colored people. I came from the Mesoamericans. I love the Mesoamericans. I love the copper colored races. See, that was real people back then. The real Americans, the ancient Americans, the copper colored races, as Marion Webster uh, um, so eloquently put it, the copper colored races, the real Americans, the copper colored races, the Mesoamericans who that term American was really applied to. See, those were civilization builders. Those were real people that stood for something because you couldn't have a society or civilization like that and not stand for something, not be about something, be about your people. You see, these these black people today, I don't recognize these people as those people. It's not the same people no more. It's not the same people. They had the life stripped out of them. 
They had the will stripped out of them. They had the pride stripped out of them. You would have thought that so-called black people would have got stronger with all of the oppression they had to go through. You would have thought they would have got stronger. You thought you would have thought they would have become more cohesive, more ultra-standing of each other. You see, more brotherly and sisterly toward each other, more respectful to each other. But it's seen the work opposite. There should be no gangs. There should be no gangs. There should be no black on black crime. There should be no black people, so-called black people, disrespecting each other. There should be no race mix. There should be no people indulging in these filthy, degenerate, wicked acts. And if you are indulging in these filthy, degenerate, wicked acts, then you should give up your space within the so-called race. Go amongst the LGBT and marry in amongst them. Be amongst those people. Take your degeneracy away from us. This is the best thing you could do for the race. You see, that's the best thing you could do so you could pull the blackness out of it and so that we can become that copper-colored people again, get rid of the degeneracy, put us back in touch with our true ascendant, with our true Lord. You see, that is the filth that has to go. Part of the filth that has to go in order to clean our people up is all the things I mentioned, all the above, that virus, that sickness, all the degeneracy. You see, that has to go. Not that it even has to go. We have to go. We have to move away from it. We can't expect it to move away from us. We must move away from it. You see, because we only get worse by having these negative and degenerate influences amongst us. You see, we only get worse. How do we not stand up as real men and real women together as those copper-colored people when you got black people who are willing to work against us? You got a lot of black people who are willing to work against the copper-toned people, the copper-colored people, the copper people, bronze people. You got a lot of black people that want to work against the bronze people, the almond people, the people who want to be the subhumans, the black race. They want to be the submental black race. They want to work against their people. They want to be like crabs in the barrel to their people. They want to worship the image of the white man and all the other races of people and stab their own people in the back. They want to do that. You see, they want to do that because black people are mentally ill. Black people are sick mentally. Because, again, I keep saying this. How can you allow yourself to be called black people when your skin is not even black? How can you allow yourself to be called black people when your skin isn't even black? You don't think that that is a deception, the biggest deception of all time? You don't think that that is nothing but a uh, meant to be a negative connotation from your so-called open enemies, your open enemies, the ones who called you black in the first place? You don't see that? If you can't see that, I can't be a part of a stupid race of people. I can't be a part of that. I got to leave that stupid race behind. And I would hope that the intelligent ones of my people, the proud ones of my people, the strong ones of my people standing up in the image of Amun as the bronze race, as the copper race, standing up in the image of Amun would stand up as well, stand apart as well. 
Because again, a lot of you, like I said, a lot of you who embrace the religions of the beast, the ways of the beast, a lot of you people who embrace it, like I said, you're nothing but a bunch of lackeys for the human race, a bunch of blackies, a bunch of black lackeys, a bunch of lackeys, right, for the so-called white man and the other races. You, 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 the favorite coon, the favorite sambo. You'd rather be the black person the, uh, that's up in there, you know, the so-called black person. You see, I, I just, I can't. You see, again, black people have no pride whatsoever. And you know what? Black people don't like to see other so-called black people who do have pride. You know, one of the things that guys kept saying in that movie, uh, uh, in the King, King Richard movie, and that's black people. That's perfect, whoever wrote that. When they was jumping, beating on him and whatnot, because he was his man trying to do better for his daughter. Just all he wanted to do was take him to the park and play tennis. He trying to do it for his daughter. These niggas on, what you think, nigga, you better than us? But nigga, you think you better than us? That's why they was stomping and beating on him. You think you better than us? A man pull out a gun on him, threaten to kill this man here. He is the father of some daughters. That's how demonic and animalistic you niggas are, man. And don't act like, oh, y'all don't do stuff like that. You don't bother with people. You don't make your neighborhoods bad. Y'all pieces of shit, man. You niggas in the gangs ain't shit, man. Because you won't do that shit to the white man. You won't do that shit to none of these other races of people. You won't pull that shit. You niggas are disgusting, man. You see, you ain't you, you form gangs to terrorize your neighborhood. You don't form gangs to protect your neighborhoods. You form gangs to terrorize your neighborhood, to sell drugs in your neighborhood, to, uh, to, to approach and, and harass your own people. You don't do that to white people and other races of people. Not that you're supposed to do that to anybody. I don't advocate you doing that to nobody. But if you're going to do that to somebody, do that to the people that's gentrifying your fucking neighborhood. Do that to the people that's putting you out of your goddamn neighborhoods, that you're, you're traditionally blood and crip neighborhoods, these white people that's coming and putting you out of your neighborhood. You ain't pulling no guns on them and telling them to get the fuck out of your neighborhood. You ain't doing that. No, you niggas ain't doing that. You know what you're doing? You're packing your shit up and leaving. You're going to take the set somewhere else. And you niggas ain't not going to fight back the police or whoever they're going to get. You ain't going to get no shootout with them. I guarantee that. The only blue you niggas know how to do is, um, is um, um, bang out on the blue or get your own brother. That's all you know how to do. Disgusting cowards, man. Because if you were a true man and true went if you were true men, if you was really about that, you fight anybody, you shoot at anybody, but you're not going to do that. You take you take shots at people where you feel is safe. You take shots at people where you feel is safe. You're supposed to be protecting your people, man. You're supposed to be protecting your neighborhoods. You're supposed to make sure your grandmothers, your mothers, your grandfathers, and all them, your father, whoever's around, the elders, the babies, could walk out in the street, man, and not worry about that. You're supposed to make sure ain't no pedophiles coming in your neighborhood, no degenerates. You're supposed to make sure no rapists. You ain't supposed to make your neighborhoods bad. You're supposed to protect your neighborhoods. Keep the gentrifiers out. Make sure you got stores. Y'all should be setting up stores in your neighborhood. But a lot of you niggas are so toxic. Y'all so poisoned from the food you eat to your cowardly mindset to the drugs you smoke. You're so cowardly inside that it just comes on the outside. You're just full of garbage. You're full of garbage as black people. A lot of you are emotional. You are degenerate. You're not real men. 
You're not real women. You see? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You're about nothing. Of all the things our people went through in the society at the hands of the beast, for your woman to turn around and go and lay with other races of males, your woman ain't shit, man. Your black woman ain't shit who do that, man. She ain't nothing. You see? You know what she's saying to the race? She's saying F the race, man. She's saying F the race. I'm going to do what I want to do. I should be an individual. I should act on my own. So you know what? When things like that happen to these black females, when they get their ass beat by these addies, when they get their ass toe up, everybody should turn and be mute. Don't say nothing. Let it happen. Let it happen. You see, don't feel bad for them. Don't feel bad for the bed wench. Don't feel bad for the bed buck. Don't feel bad for the black lackeys that want to step here and worship the image of everybody else. Don't feel bad for them. They don't deserve our compassion, nor do they feel, should we feel sorry for them. If anything, we should want to get away from these people. You see, we should want to disassociate ourselves with these people because they leave a bad taste in my mouth and they should leave a bad taste in your mouth. Those of you who have resigned from being black, those of you who acknowledge yourself as the copper colored races, the Mesoamericans, the true Americans, the Mesoamericans, the ancient Americans, those of you who acknowledge yourself as that, that's what you should want to embrace. That's what you should long to embrace as a people, mind, body, and soul, real mind, body, and soul, not fake mind, body, and soul, but real mind, body, and soul. That's what you should want to embrace as a people, that copper-colored people, that Mesoamerican people, that Amenic people, that race of Amen, that's what you should want to embrace. You should be trying to come together as a people. But no, what do y'all do? You allow yourself to be used as tools for the beast. You allow yourself to be used as tools for the beast. You'll hurt your own people at the behest of the beast. You'll harm your own people. You'll harm children. I've seen you so-called black people in action. You have no respect for one another at all. You have no respect for each other at all. And they showed that pretty much in that movie, King Richard. But like I said, I noticed in the movie, they made the white people look like they were uh, uh, a spotless stuff. They were clean. Like they weren't uh, uh, They weren't a huge part of the Richard Williams and, and, the, and, his, and his daughter's problems. All the racism they had to endure. I noticed they didn't show that in the movie. You see? All they talked about was how, you know, how, all they did was make Richard Williams look like a goddamn buffoon, a nasty buffoon. There was a scene in the movie where he's sitting down with three white, with, with some two, with a couple of white business. I don't know how many you see. I don't want to spoil it for you. <clears throat> but there's a scene where he's sitting down with two white businessmen, and they told him that, you know, what his daughter's accomplished was a miracle. And they show him getting all upset and getting making it into a racial thing and whatnot and getting all going all over the top. And then he's sitting there, you know, he passes gas. He farts right there as he's talking to them. And I'm like, that was supposed to be funny. This man, first of all, he sounded like a damn uh, uh, off-the-plantation coon, which is not how Richard Williams sounds. He got a country accent, but he don't sound like that. But then he's going to pass gas. You said, which is foul. You're going to sit here and you're having a business meeting. You're going to sit here and pass gas. Why would you even write something like that in the script? 
Why would he write something like that in the script? I'm sure Richard Williams never did nothing like that. But that's that's really just to take a knock at Richard Williams to show that he's a savage. You're going to sit and pass gas while you're having a business meeting. You're a big, dumb, savage nigga who can't hold your bowels and disrespectful and whatnot, and you talking business. This is what they think of. This is how they honor their father. Venus and Serena, they should have made sure that came out the movie. We're not going to show our father doing that. You see, they're supposed to be executive producers, but they don't even really like their father. Because they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't keep it real. They didn't keep it real. You see, they didn't show the real image of their father. You see, why would you even let something like that come out? They don't even got no respect for their father. You see, how many of y'all saw that movie? How many of y'all saw King Richard? How many of y'all saw that? They was just really disrespecting Richard. They made it seem like, and again, they they made it seem like they were showing him honor, but they were really sneak dissing Richard Williams. They were really disrespecting him. You see? You know? You see? They were really just putting him down. They were really clowning him. You see? And Will Smith took part in that. He took part in that. It shows you the type of male he is. He should have been like, no, nah, we're not doing that. I want to get there. I want to meet Richard. I want to watch his tape. I want to talk like him. I want to be strong like him. I don't want to make a caricature of a buffoon him, but as one black man to another, he don't see it that way. I guess he saw the money on the table to check it. He'll do anything for some money. He'll do anything for some money. You see, I found that I found that to be very uh, disrespectful and degrading to the man's image. But like I said, you so-called blacks, we don't mind disrespecting one another at the behest of Caucasian people. You don't mind doing it, which again turns my stomach. You should never disrespect one of your own kind for no money, for no money. You see, never. Because of what we went through here, because of what we continue to go through here, you should never, ever think about mixing your seed with these other races or downplaying your people or disrespecting your people in any way. And anybody, and even though people say, well, brother, you doing that? No, I'm I'm speaking out against the people who do that, and that's the people that turn my stomach. Ain't nothing wrong with speaking out against the people who do that and why I disassociate myself with black people. I answer to a race of people who have been gone but who are, be, who are rising again, coming together in this covenant as the copper race, as the bronze race, the bronze people. I speak for the bronze race, man. I speak for bronze people. I don't speak for black people. I don't speak for white people. I speak for bronze people. I'm a member. Of, I'm a member of the bronze race, the bright race. That's what I'm a member of. You see, and I don't care how it sounds. I don't care who listens to this and they don't get it. What is this guy crazy? What did he say? He's not black. What's, no, I'm not black. You see, because white people they got this way, especially the the uh, 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 ones with their philosophies and their ideologies. They got a way. I'm trying to make you answer to their way of thinking. They try to shame you into answering to and adhering to their way of thinking, their philosophy. And that philosophy keeps you limited mentally. That philosophy keeps you in the box that they want to keep you in so they can label you as a black person. They want to label how you act, how you react, how you think, all that. When you exceed past that point, when you exceed past the mindset of a black person, you know, when you are not the stereotypical black person that they created the image of, then they all of a sudden you 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 crazy, something wrong with you, you got a mental problem when you don't want to fit within the parameters of their fake 
white ideologies and philosophies on what a black person is supposed to be and how they're supposed to act and react. You see, that's all I see when I see King Richard in a lot of these black movies. I just see a whole lot of people placating to an image of blackness, placating to an image of blackness. And what is the image of blackness? The image of blackness is nothingness. The image of blackness is nothingness. It's submental nothingness. You see, that movie King Richard is a perfect example of why I don't want to be a black person, why I don't want to be black, black people. I, ne- I never want to be black. That's a perfect example, along with a lot of other movies and just black people in general, their behavior and their attitude. Why I do not answer to being black? No. Because, like I said, it's too much negativity, too much degeneracy, too much submental behavior and minds and mentality. It's just too much. You see, I can't, if I can't look to one of my own people and see some something something to be proud of and, you know, they're just brothers. Just, I, I, I can't say that with many people. I can't say that with many people. Today. I can't say that I look look to these people over here and this, that, and the third now I like. I can't say that. And that's a shame that I can't say that. That is a shame that I can't say I look to my brothers over here and my, my sister over here. I can't say that. I have to be very selective and ch- uh, cho- and choosy of who I refer to as a brother and sister. You know, it used to be a time when you see somebody look like you, uh, you didn't care where they was from, whether they was from the Caribbean, down south, whatever. Everything was brother this, brother that, brother this, sister that. Not no more. Definitely not no more. And even back then, we were being kind of, uh, how you say, we was being kind of, um, you know, uh, wishful. wishful. And who we thought was brothers and sisters, and then we find out they're not. They're just a bunch of individual blackies, blackies, but Caucasian people. And they serve as agents, inborn agents in the race, inborn agents who serve the Caucasians who look to destroy our people. Got a lot of inborn, inbred black people who are agents for the beast, who want to worship the image and follow the image of the beast. These lot of these black females, they want to be an image of the beast. Like you, Venus wings, you lightening your skin, straightening your hair, married a white man. You got the nerve to, to even want to be involved in a picture about your father, trying to show strength and power of your father. You don't believe in the strength and power of your father, or you would have got a man in the image of your father. You would have chosen a man in the image of your father. You lay down with the race of people, and you lay down with some cracker who, who, own, who owns, who's part of that, that racist-ass site, Riddick, that racist-ass Riddick site, Yohani, Yohanavan, whatever the hell his name is. You look more manly than he do. You want to lay down with this guy who's linked up with that racist-ass uh, website, Riddick. He got you dying, your, uh, bleaching your skin, straightening your hair, and I don't give a damn who you had to do that for to stay, remain relevant. I don't give a damn who you had to do it for. You should have just took your money and bounced. Because ever since you did that, you ain't winning no more damn. Ever since you've been from up under your father's tutelage, you've been falling off. Both of y'all, Venus and Serena, y'all been falling off, but that's good for y'all. 
See, when you was up under your father, under the so-called black man, the bronze man, when you was up under him and you was listening to his guys, you became stars. Man, if you start listening to the white man and Caucasians and mixing your seed and laying with them, you've been losing. You've been on a losing streak ever since. Y'all, y'all finished, man. But that's good. That's good. That's what you call poetic justice. You start off with the so-called black man, you end with the white man. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
place. One more. More, 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 more. Ring, 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 ring. You know, I should do a review of that King Richard. I should do a review of it, but I'm pretty much reviewing it right now. It's a good backdrop for what I'm saying. And, you know, because anytime your own daughters, your own daughters you raised, took care of, fed, clothed, made them who they are, anytime they could co-sign on picture like that being your legacy, anytime they could sit up here and do anything that would disgrace their father, like both of them getting white males, Anytime they could do something like that and disgrace their own father, you know he wasn't with it because he didn't go to um, um, Venus' wedding. He don't see none. Of his, he don't see his great grandchild. He don't want to see his great grandchildren. He don't want to have nothing to do with that. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. You know he don't mess with no Caucasians. He don't mess with them because he know because of what he went through. Well, I'm pretty sure he went through coming up in the South. What he went through getting them girls to all the racism they had to endure, and then they turn around and get with two white males. That's why I said you black females ain't shit, man. You black females who race trading like that, y'all ain't shit, man. Why do y'all got that Venus and Serena mentality, that liberated black female mentality? Well, you wouldn't even sell out your own father. That was disgusting. And then for Will Smith to even, but like I said, man, y'all see the movie and just, y'all, y'all, y'all make it out for yourself. I'm just, like I said, I'm just, um, I, I don't have any, you know, interests or, fight left in me when it comes to black people because I realize black people are going to be the death of themselves with the mentality that they have. They don't have a forward-thinking mentality. They don't have an out-for-themselves mentality, meaning out-for-the-race mentality like everybody else. And you have to have that. You have to have that in order to live and survive. You have to be for your people, man. And a lot of you so-called black people that are supposedly pro-black, you ain't for your people. When you dig down to the to the to the bottom of it and you get to the foundation of it, y'all really ain't for your people, man. You not. You really about the money more than anything. You really about the prestige of being around Caucasian. That's really what you want. All the so-called pro-black people, they've always I've always found them to always secretly want to align themselves with Caucasians on some level or with white people. They always want to align themselves. And like I said, the reason why a lot of these pro-blacks are so angry is because they can't be a part of the system of so-called white supremacy. They can't, but trust me, they would like to be. A lot of them would like to be. As much as they talk against white supremacy and whatnot, they would like to be white people, like the, like your boy Dick Gregory. You know, shout out to his son. I know he's a he's a member of our community, but I had to bring him up, man. That shocked the hell out of me, and I'm still bringing up when he talked about, yeah, you know, I, if I come and he was on the breakfast club, I come back, when I die and I come back, I want to come back as a white man. And I got to bring that up because that's at the core of a lot of you pro-blacks. That's at the core of your inner psyche. A lot of y'all just want to be white people with dogs. And that's really what you're fighting for. That's really what you are raging against the white machine and and Caucasian society, white society, and white, what you call white supremacy, you raging against that machine because you want to be a part of it. You want to be a part of it. That's why you raging against that machine. 
you want to, you, you, if you was told, a lot of these pro-blacks were told them all, okay, 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 we'll let you in the system, but you can't bring none of your black people with you. We'll let you in, but to hell with the rest of the black people. You know what I mean? These niggas are all right. Okay. But because the white man said none of y'all, none of y'all really. That's why the anger, the fight, the marching, the racism, the Black Lives Matter, whatever you niggas with it. Because like I said, you really want to be part and parcel with Caucasians. You don't want things to get better for your people because how you make things better for your people is you put your energy into your people and not worrying about politics, not worrying about reparations, not worrying about uh, 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 police brutality and causes like that. You worry about your people. You see, that's how you do that. Okay. You worry about your people. Let me take a call. 859. Mr. McCarras. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, buddy? Uh, first of all, I just want to wish you a happy belated birthday and uh, hope you have many more to come. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I would just want to call in on some, on some uh, previous topics you just uh, spoke on. What was it, uh... The shedding of skin like the serpent. I can definitely relate. Some of the things you were saying in that and about the natural and unnatural sex. The life the life of natural sex and the death of unnatural sex. I can relate to that. But but but, but, but let me I don't mean to cut you off. I wanna stay on this topic. I thank you. I like you like this topic. I wanna stay on this. I got you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, I'll continue listening to the program. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, so, you know, those of us who are evolving into a higher state of being, those of you who are dissatisfied with and have come to understand what black really means in the society and the mentality that is attached to it, y'all starting to get sick of black people and what blackness really means. Because when you start to really look at it for what it is, it's nothing but a bunch of lackey, Submental underclass, permanent submental lackey underclass mindset and mentality that they want you to adopt in this society. They want you, black people and white people, the black people that want to kiss white people ass and think that you know if I go along and get along, everything gonna be all right. White white people, the black and the white ones want you to basically uh, uh, hanker down, you know. Accept your place beneath white people, beneath so-called white supremacy. And I said this before, and I'll say it again. A lot of the reason why you're hearing this white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy is because black people are trying to basically, basically trying to force that into your head. They're trying to program you to believe that there's something called white supremacy. They're trying to get you to believe it, so therefore you will adhere to it. That's why they push white supremacy. You don't hear white people saying that. You you don't hear them pushing that. Like I said, you hear black people speaking about it because they really want you to adhere to it like they have. You see, that's why they talk about the system of white supremacy, because they want to they want you to adhere to it. They don't really want you to be because again, you could tell me about a system all day, but what are you doing to, you know, raise yourself up above that system? What are you doing collectively with your people? You know, you could start by not referring to it as a system of white supremacy. You refer to it as a system of white degeneracy. 
you can start with that and get it in your mind that this is not a system based on righteousness. This is not a system based on law and order. This is a system based on chaos and confusion and degeneracy, straight up. That's what it's based on. So don't dare call it supremacy. It's not supremacy, you see. Because if you tell me there's a such thing as white supremacy, then what you're telling me is you believe that white people are supreme. That's what you're telling me, because I can't say that. The minute I say there's something called white supremacy, then what I'm saying to you is I believe white people are supreme, and I don't. But you black people do. Hell, Dick Gregory did. No disrespect to his son that's with us, but he did. I don't see what he said. He said, Mr. Pro-Black. Mr. Baba Dick Gregory, all you, but see, all these Negroes, all of them, all of them talk that black shit, all that black civil rights shit, all that black power shit, all of it is nothing but a bunch of lackey shit. It's all a bunch of, recognize me, Mr. White, man, I'm just as good as you, recognize me, Whitey, I hate you for not recognizing me, Whitey, how dare you not recognize me, Mr. White, man, you white people are devil because you won't recognize me and let me partake in this, nah, man. See, when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was calling the white man a devil, see, he did it in righteousness. He did it in righteousness. See, because he went and tried to do and was doing for self, he was like, we don't need to be mixed with them. We don't need to. What's the sense of you calling the white man a devil and claiming you hate white people or claiming, not even saying you hate white people or that you're against what they do, and every time you turn around, you want to partake in voting, you want to partake in all this shit here, you know, eating at these same or these restaurants, all this shit you all want to do, you see, it don't add up. You see, you want to be in these back room uh, 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 meetings, making deals with them, trying to get money, if I, all this nonsense, man. Things y'all could have came together and did yourself. You see? But we're realistic that we know black people will never do that. Black people will always look up to white people. Black people will always serve as lackeys to white people. They will always be second-class citizens, sub-mental people, not just to white people, but every other race of people. And I just can't roll with people like that. I can't roll with the people. I can't align myself with the people who love to kiss the ass of white people and other races of people who see themselves as the bottom of the barrel. I can't be with people like that. I can't align myself with people who have no, who have such low self-esteem, who are not proud of who they are, who are not proud of their copper-toned skin and they still woolly hair. I can't be with people like that, who don't love themselves and love their own kind. I can't deal with you. I can't stand you. Nothing turns my stomach more than somebody who is an ass-kissing coon. And all of you pro-blacks, all you black conscious, all you RBGs, all you Israelites, Christians, Muslims, all at the core of every last single one of you, you metaphysicians, all at the core of every last single one of you niggas, y'all a bunch of coons, at the core of all you Negroes. And I stand on what I'm saying. Y'all all, because I don't spoke to you all, I don't spoke to the Pan-Africans, I don't spoke to the Israelites, I spoke to Christians, the Muslims, the whatever, I don't spoke to you all. The metaphysicians, I spoke to the black conscious, I spoke to you all, and at the foundation of all of your talking points is some black, coonish, submental, 
I wish I was aligned with white people, but because I can't, I'm going to hail on white people. It's always at the, at the foundation of anything you talk about. It's always at the foundation of your arguing against anybody. You still see that and you still feel that uh, 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 that lackey, low self-esteem, you know, oh, we got to fight to prove our worth, you know, uh, Donald Glover. We got to prove our worth to white people and all this shit, man. You know, you that that's still your mentality. You're looking to prove yourself. You're looking to prove yourself to cave people. You're looking to get degrees from cave people. You're looking to mix your seed with cave people. You're looking to uh, be in the corporate office with them and make them a bunch of money like that coon-ass nigga uh, um, Stephen A. Smith said, I wake up every day and think of ways to make my bosses money, make more money for them so I can get a piece of it, coon-ass nigga. You know, you, you you black homosexual, you can't wait to get in bed with your white zaddy, your male. You can't wait to do it. You, you niggas are just coons across the board. You coons across the board. You know, I I, I mean that. Like I said, at the, at the foundation of all that black talk is, is a bunch of coons saying bullshit. It is. It's a bunch of niggas who want to be down with whitey. It's a bunch of niggas who want to be down with whitey. I look at all you niggas, and like I said, y'all show it every day. I look at all you niggas that made. Remember, I, I brought up this guy, Vlad, DJ Vlad, who got his show. I look at all you niggas that came on his show for nothing, nothing, and made him a millionaire. I look at all you niggas that came on his show, calling yourself doing interviews and things like that, and made him a piss pot full of money. He come over from some place, damn culture vulture, come over from this place, laying up with your black women helping himself to your black-ass women and telling you about it and then sleeping with your women and then disrespecting your black leaders in your goddamn face, then turning around and got you niggas coming up there for free to make him money on his videos. If that is not the most low self-esteem, ass-kissing, coonish mentality, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. You tell me what is worse than that. You tell me what's worse than that. Y'all made him millions of dollars. He didn't get that money off of them new interview. He got it off you niggas in hip-hop. That's where he got it off. You see, that's the exposure you want from him. But like I said, that's the same slave mentality that make y'all stay on a damn plantation and pick cotton and work for these people and and, and uh, work yourself to death and watch your women get raped Watch your children get molested. Watch your men get raped and buck broken instead of y'all flipping the fuck out and killing everybody and burning everything down, destroying everything. If we can't live peacefully and we can't live, then we all going to die. That should have been the mentality of the slave. We all going to die. And they should have killed everybody. They should have. And if you niggas down south was getting lynched out of trees, you didn't flip out and kill everybody you seen that was t- partaking that white, black, whoever took part took in it, you niggas are weak and cowardly, man. You're weak and cowardly. You just you you the niggas that you the niggas that bred all these gangbangers. Most of these gangbangers and all these niggas that's in the hood that's sh- shooting and beating on their own people. They are the they are the grandchildren or the children of these niggas that was down south um, getting hung out of trees and getting beaten and all this other stuff by white people. You see, 
So I'm disgusted. I'm sorry. That disgusts me. I'm disgusted. How are you going to let somebody live a better life than you? How are you going to let somebody live a better life than you? How are you going to let people live a better life off your back, rape your women, sell your children? Shout out to the people who didn't put up with that because you had a lot of people who didn't put up with that. They just went all out and, oh, well, we're just going to die. Then we all going to die together. That's how it should have been. They shouldn't have been able to live. They shouldn't have been able to live. That's how you should have been. That's the mentality you should have had. And that's the mentality you're supposed to have today. That's the mentality that's supposed to transcend into a different thing when it comes to love of your people, respect of your people, you black, so-called black women, respect for your men. You black women are disgusting when you turn your back on your men and lay with these cave beasts and all these other races, these races of humans. You're disgusting, man. And like I said, I don't care what nobody thinks. These are my thoughts. These are my thoughts, and it should be the thoughts of anyone who is upstanding, proud people, people who are about judgment and righteousness. Because how are you going to allow people to abuse you? How are you going to allow people to abuse you and you're just going to sit here and take that shit? Hell no. No. Now they say, what's that saying go? You know, uh, a, 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 um, a coward dies many times, but a brave man only dies once. A coward dies many deaths. We'll be right back.
you know, as we going forward in the future, I hope my words trigger something in the minds of the intelligent ones of our people, and that is forward thinking, pride and righteousness in who you are, you know. At least let that be my contribution to the mindset of my people, the bright ones of my people, though the bright ones of my people should be coming into the Republican intellect through the Mesoamerican community. See, this is why we need a community that's separate from the black race. This is exactly why. This is exactly why we need a community that is separate from the black race. Of black people, we need that. Because the so-called black race, they accept anybody into the black race. Anybody can be a part of the black race. You could be a homosexual. You could be a lesbian. You could be a damn child molester. You could be a damn tranny. You could be all these things. You could be a damn transbender. You could be You could be a pedophile. You could be an into BCI. You could be a race mixer. You know, the damn black race is like the church. Notice that the black race is just like the damn church. They accept everybody. Everybody could be as long as you, like they tell you, as long as you believe in Christ and, 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 and you praise the Lord, you could be in the church. It don't matter what you are. It don't matter if you go home and get in the bed with a man, which is supposed to be in the damn abomination. You, you men going and be, get in bed with another man. That's an abomination. Or you women rubbing up on each other or you or touching children or molesting children or some degenerate shit like that. It don't matter bestiality, race mixing, it don't matter. As long as you believe in Jesus, that's the same thing with the black race. As long as your skin is black, so-called black, you a brother or a sister. You a brother or sister. Like I told you, these niggas, watch these niggas. My gay brothers and sisters, watch them. Watch these niggas. My gay brothers and sisters, watch them. Watch your black leaders. They include the LGBT, uh, so-called black LGBT. And and these niggas don't even want to really be, they rather, they, they, they rather link to the LGBT community, white LGBT community, than be part of you so-called black people. You know, they rather be down with the white LGBT community. You see, and that's really where they belong. That's because really it's all about how you are or who you connect to mentally. It ain't about you're know saying you know just race alone. See, race alone, we got the same skin color because here it is. We got we got we got all these people with the same skin complexion. You got a you got a, a huge percentage of them that believe their skin is black. A small percentage that know that their skin is bronze copper tone, as we can see. So you know you can't do nothing with them people because half the the, the people that believe their skin is black those are the, those are the delusional people. They delusional. Them niggas are thoroughly programmed by the white man. They thoroughly programmed. They they actually believe their skin is black. They actually believe they're black people. They actually believe this. They look at their skin and say, yeah, my skin is black. They, yeah, you sure they the same color as this copper penny, this copper tone penny? No, my skin is black. I'm black. Like, like actual black. Like I said, the huge contingency of these people believe their skin is black, you cut them off. The ones who know their copper colors of the copper colored race and whatnot, that's a start. That's how you're supposed to do that. Because you can't really build anything with a delusional people. You can't build a bridge into the future with delusional people. That whole black thing got to get out of here, man. They got to get out of here with that black shit. And and these people, everybody, we all brothers and sisters. No, we not. No, we are not. All that if you participating in degeneracy and filth, you're not my brother or my sister. And all those things I named, like I say, notice with all these black leaders. 
they got that mindset like, oh, we don't want to judge nobody. We all black. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't be so judgmental on our people, you know. So if they doing that, that they participating in that degenerate in that degenerate sexual practices I mentioned, if they engage in that, they still are brothers and sisters. No, they not. No, they are not. I'm sorry, but no, they not. And you know why they can't be? Because we got babies coming up. We got children that's coming up that's not going to be part of that. So if how do we instill in our children, look, we don't accept sexual de- degeneracy. We don't accept gang banging and, and drug dealing and a bunch of criminal shit. We don't accept that. We don't accept our women being bed wenches and whores for the other races. We don't accept that. How else do you get that across? See, because when you start saying that to black people, you want you lose a huge population of the huge piece of the black population that you thought was going to be down with you and be receptive to your message. But that's good. It's good that we lose them. It's good that they don't even listen to the message. It's good. We don't want these niggas anyway, man. They let them stay a part of the black race. Cause I told you, black for a lot of these niggas is just a place to hide because you can hide in darkness. I told you, the black race is no different than the church. They accept everybody. You see, anybody who look like you got just said, hell, you niggas accept some, you'll accept Caucasians who act like they niggas. You'll accept white people who act like they black because they could dance a little bit, because they could sing a little bit, because they could sway a little bit, because they got a little bit of rhythm or what they appear to be rhythm. Ain't that right, you Israelites, you GMS guys? Ain't that right? You accept the Caucasians, you'll say, oh, the white man is the devil, and he's going into slavery. But but if you're part of the line of Judah, whether you you could look like a white man, and, and you could still be part of the tribe of Judah through your ancestry. We don't, you know, we don't know where your black ancestry is, but in other words, if we like you, and we like your flavor and your flow, and you could be a white boy, but you ain't a white boy because you got some flavor. See, it's in the spirit. You got to watch niggas like that. Them the niggas you got to watch. You see, niggas who talk like that, where everybody's an ally, the Spanish, the white, you could be anybody. That's the church. It's the spirit that's on you. Come as you are. So then, nigga, what's the sense of you even talking this shit about the white man then? What is the sense of you even talking about the white man then? Stop it, man. You know, those people, everybody's a brother. Everybody's a sister. Cause we, nah, man. You, you, the people who do this foul shit, when they do foul things like that, they should have their card revoked amongst our people. They should go and have their card revoked. If you if you participate in any of this degeneracy, you shouldn't even be allowed to call you be aligned with the people who not. You should not be aligned with the people who are raising families, decent people who stand for something. You should go to where you belong amongst your own kind. If you indulging in that LGBTQ community and that that mindset, then go and be around them people. You should go around them people, live around them people, and see how they treat you. Because they racist as hell, too. See how they treat you. Go around the white LGBTQ people, you so-called blacks who are into all that sexual depravity and degeneracy. Go around them because that's where you belong. You don't belong amongst our people. You see, I think I think these people should be uh, 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 have their own little sets and cliques and things like that where they separate from our people, man. They should be separated. You see, because when you when you got people who are on the same page mentally, or as one, then you become stronger. See, because what weighs down black people is everybody's a brother. 
Nancy. Everybody's a brother. Everybody's a sister. Everybody, you know, uh, oh, we all, we ain't all we ain't all one monolith. We our own gods, and you know, everybody got their own opinions and whatnot, or what they want to do. What they see, this is why it's never going to work. And this is exactly why black people are going to keep getting abused. And no matter how much you tell black people, need to get on cold, we need to stick together because that's never going to happen. It will never happen. Black people will never come together for nothing. They'll come together to march a little bit, and they got to even be prompted to do that. Black people are not getting together. That's not going to happen. You see? And anyone, I'm, I refuse to call anybody my brother or sister. I might say it on the phone, like somebody calling, what's up, brother? How you doing, brother? Because that's just out of habit. But realistically, I don't mean that. I don't mean that you my brother or sister. You ain't in the community. You ain't my brother and sister. I just I just call you brother and sister out of just out of you know, just out of force of habit. So I can't really seriously co sign you or call you a brother or sister, so you part of um you know, I don't I don't know. You were part of the black race, man. And when you were part of the black race, anything go, man. You could be into anything, man. Homosexuality, lesbianism, trans whatever. Anything goes. Just like in the church. That's why the church is always going to stay filled, see, because it's a bunch of people in there who do their dirt in the dark. They sinners, they 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 are holy people by day, sinners by night. You see, you can't trust people like that. No matter if you're going to do something, be real with what you do. Be transparent with it. Don't hide it. Be transparent. Black people, y'all love to hide behind y'all blackness. You love to hide your degeneracy. You love to hide your uh, uh, depraved behavior. You love to hide your coon sambo mindset behind blackness. You love to do that. You see? And then you end up finding out later these niggas that did nothing but betray our people, man. These boule-ass bootlick negroes. These gangbanger niggas. These drug-dealing niggas. They all a bunch of sambos and coons. You educated niggas. Y'all nothing but a bunch of sambos and coons, man. You big wench females, y'all a bunch of sambos, coons, and Aunt Jemimas, man. That's all you are. The so-called black race, y'all full of damn, y'all full of damn uh, uh, garbage. You, you, the black race is full of walking garbage. You see, they're full of walking garbage. That's why, like I said, I stay clear of the garbage bag. I stay, I try to stay clear of the can. You see, I try not to listen to any of the things that they got going on. I don't want to indulge in any Pan-African talk. I don't want to indulge in any I love science or any religious talk. I don't want to indulge in any of this uh, uh, metaphysical and, and this uh, astrological and cosmological and whatever the hell else you Negroes. I don't want to engage in nothing with y'all, man. Because at the core of all that is BS. It's just you trying to be darker-skinned versions of white people. That's what you want to become in this society. No. You ain't looking to carve out a niche for yourself as a people. And you should be the big you should not carve out the biggest niche here in this society because this is your country, so called black man and black woman, bronze man and bronze woman, Mesoamerican man, Mesoamerican woman. This is your country. So if anybody gonna have a spot carved out, it should be you. As the Mesoamericans. Go to the um the uh, mesoamericancommunity dot com the mesoamericancommunity dot com and become a member. Go to the mesoamericancommunity dot com the meso m e s o american m m a m e r i c uh, uh american c a n 
Mesoamericans, the Mesoamerican community. Go there and become a registered member if you are in alignment with what we're saying. But if not, don't ball, don't ball, don't waste our time. You see, because when I said it's time for us to become a real community, I meant all around the world, man. All around the world. If we think on this same level, then you should be a part of that covenant, part of this community. You should be a part of it. And, again, this ain't no hate whitey campaign. This ain't no hate black people. This ain't no hate people campaign. We, don't, we ain't into hate, but we are into recognizing and realizing how we must begin to think and who we must not allow around us. This ain't about getting violent or hurting nobody. It's not about that. It's not about going around and causing problems with people. It's not about that. But it is about developing a, a certain mindset in your people to keep you away from people who are acting like animals and savages, people who are degrading our people as a race. Yeah. Yeah. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Why wouldn't I want to be? Why wouldn't I want to be black? Because black people, for the most part, from what I've witnessed in my 51 years, black people are nothing but lackeys and flunkies for everybody else. They're a bunch of, especially white people. Black people, the mass majority of black people, are ass kissing coons on some level. Majority, and I, I just don't really, I don't have that in me. I'm sorry, I wasn't born with an ass-kissing coon mindset or mentality. I just don't have that in me. You see, so I wouldn't be a popular black person. I don't have what it takes to make it in the black race. I'm sorry, I just don't. I can't cut it in the black race. I'm not no ass-kissing coon. I don't care about no bunch of money and trying to uh, secure a bunch of, and consume a bunch of uh, uh, physical things. I, I like nice things, but I just don't care about the shit y'all care about as black people. I don't care about reparations. I don't care about mending fences with other races of people. I don't care about, you know, uh, uh, getting a corporate job. I don't care about Hollywood or uh, getting some. I don't care about none of that shit, man. I don't care about that. Right? I don't care about what they're talking about in the news. I don't care about the facts. I don't care about none of that bullshit. Right? What does being black mean? Nothing. Is black really a race? No. Is black really a fake identity? Yeah. But a lot of you niggas are making being black real and real and real every day. The more dense you niggas become mentally, the more evolved we become as the bright race, as the bronze race, where our minds are opening up to the future. What are we if we are not black? We are the copper-colored bronze race. But like I said, copper, the bronze race, the copper race, the almond race, the bright race, it don't matter to you so-called black people because in your mind, all that sound like blah, 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 blah. I'm a black man. I'm a black woman. I was programmed. I mean, I was taught that I was black, and I was taught that I was, I was a so-called African-American, so that's what I'm going to stick with. Good. Stick with that. You go with that. And we'll take our path, and we'll go with this. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen. By the power of Amen, and Amen, we trust, and Amen, we thank, and Amen, we continue for it forever. I'm the intellectual newbie Minkari. This has been Mental Life Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.